wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, uh, allow me to take this opportunity to thank God uh, for granting me this opportunity to, opportunity to be here right in front of you, and also to thank the leadership of Cosmos City Church to stand here before you at this time. Uh, God is a faithful God, He's a true God, He never fails. And even in this season, I just want to encourage each and every one of us that he is still God and he's still above all. And today I will be sharing with you, but before I share, just grant me an opportunity to just pray and allow God to use me this morning. As we are continuing with the month of honor, uh, where you will be seeing most of us ministering to you. Uh, Allow me to just also pray before I proceed with this sermon today. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for you are great. We thank you, Father, for you are awesome. We thank you, Jesus, that there is none like you, Lord, and there will never be any like you, Father. Even as we continue, Lord, to hear your word, O Father, this morning, I pray, O God, that may I not limit you because you are not limited, O oh God. And I speak, as I speak, O oh God, may you use me as a vessel of honor, O oh Father, this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, O oh God, and I thank you, Father, for you are great and you are awesome. Amen. Amen. Uh, today is actually a sermon. I'll be just talking around the title, There is a Price. Uh, there is a price to be obedient. There is a price to be used by God. And I just want to speak around that. And I will also highlight a few of the characters in the Bible that you see in scriptures who went through the most and paid the price that even today, when we read scriptures, we read about their faith, we read about their obedience, we read about their deeds, we read about everything that they did when God was using them. And I just want to say also to each and every one of us who is at home watching that there is a price. And with that price, you might not know while you are paying it, thanks to his grace. But once you've paid it, you will know. And that is the reason uh, why obedience is so important in our walk with God. We need to be obedient because if we are not willing to surrender all, we are surely missing it. If we are not willing to deny ourselves, we are surely missing it because there is a price. And my scripture reading that I will depart from this morning, I will just like to depart from the book of Luke, chapter number 9, verse 23. And it reads as follows. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. I'll read it again. Then he said to them all, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily and follow me. And I will be 
touching in a few characters that we come across in the Bible that they denied themselves. And whatever that was happening at the time, they did not consider it to be above God, but they are obedient to God. They then denied themselves. And I will just speak about few characters as I'm highlighting what it means to deny yourself. And also, after you've denied yourself, after you've obeyed God fully, what is it that you will see in return or in reward of that? And God is faithful. We know that God is faithful at all times and is not actually a monster, but is a faithful God and a good God. But to be used by God, there must be a denying of self that happens. To be used by God, there must be a taking up of the cross daily that happens. And to be used by God, there must be a willingness also to follow. And I'll just talk about firstly uh, on my side, uh, Abraham, and then I will go to the book of Genesis chapter number 12 verse 1, where we see God speak to Abraham. After he spoke to Abraham, we see then Abraham himself uh, living and then obeying what God had said to him. And then the Bible says in Genesis chapter number 12 verse 1, then the Lord said to Abraham, go from your country, your people and your father's house to the land I will show you. Now already here we see that when God wanted to start doing a great thing, a great thing through Abraham or Abraham at the time because his name was not yet changed, we see him, he began by separating him. Uh, he said to him, go from your country, meaning move from the people who are around you, move from your country, move from your father's house, move to a place where I am taking you. And then we see here Abraham separate from his father's household. We see Abraham separate from his people. We see Abraham move from the country that he was in and then began his step of being obedient to God. And it is not easy. And I believe also for Abraham, it was not easy when he decided to do those things. But he was obedient to God. He was faithful to the one who called him. And as he began, I can see how it is it is because he was asked to to be separated from actually the country he was god said leave your people the people that are around you the people that influence you the people that uh, influence your decisions separate from those and then also your father's household the things that you've been trained up with from birth these are the things that you need to separate from for I am going to show you a land that I actually I will put you in. And then we see then Abraham began his journey from there. He left everything and then he went to a land that God was showing him. And as he was moving, there's a lot of things that also happened in between. I will not touch in those in detail, but we see uh, as he was moving, he started his journey, he left with Lot. Uh, there was a separation between him and Lot. Uh, there was an incident of... Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, there was an incident of uh, Melchizedek, there was an incident of Abimelech, there was an incident where he went through the most, or he went through a lot of things. And then we see him also with an incident of Hagar and also Ishmael. There was also some separation that happens there. But Fast forward, we go to the mountain where he was asked by God to go and sacrifice his only son. 
And then for one, uh, most of us, we might think that because he had actually uh, separated or he was obedient from the onset, uh, God, what you are doing is getting too much now. Uh, I cannot now also go and separate my son. I have separated from my father. I have separated from all these things that I've been actually separated with. But as I was meditating upon this scripture, as I was thinking about this scripture, that your obedience of yesterday is not going to count when you have to be obedient today. It still requires you to be obedient today because your obedience of yesterday is not going to count as the obedience of today. So if God asks you to be obedient yesterday, even today when he asks you to be obedient, you need to be obedient and not rely on the obedience of yesterday. And then as I was meditating on the scripture, the Lord just took me also to Saul. You know, when Saul first uh, spoke to Samuel, when Saul first received the word from Samuel, he was obedient to what Samuel was saying to God. He was doing what Samuel was saying to him or what Samuel was instructing him from the Lord at the time. But there came a time where he became disobedient. But all those times that he was obedient, it did not matter. He got rejected as a king. And that is why it is important also for us that if you are obedient yesterday, it does not mean today you don't have to be obedient. You need to continue to walk in that obedience of the Lord. And then I'll just quickly read in the book of Genesis chapter number 22 uh, from verse 15 to 18. And it reads as follows. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said... I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take position of the cities of their own, uh, of their enemies and through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Amen. We see here Abraham, through his obedience, he paid the price. And that is why I mentioned that actually there is a price and that price through his grace, you might not know it while you are paying it. But once you have paid it, you will know. And we see here, because Abraham paid the price, he was obedient to God of, uh, to the call. From the onset when God called him until God said, go and sacrifice your son on the mountain, he was obedient even to that. There was nothing that Abraham at the time was willing to withhold from God. He did not withhold anything from God, but he was willing to surrender it all. And that is the key to my message today that if you are not in a place where you are ready to surrender it all, if you are not in a place where you are ready to give it all for God, you are surely missing it because there is something that you hold in regard or higher than the God you are serving. Therefore, there needs to be nothing that is hindering you. And then when we look also, when you go to the New Testament, when the Bible is talking about Abraham, it says his faith was made complete. And therefore, 
for his faith to be made complete, he needed to pay the price. And the price he paid by separating from his father's household. He paid by leaving his country. He paid by all these things that happened in between to a point where even his own son that was given by God, he was not willing to withhold from God, but he was willing to offer him as a sacrifice to God. And that is why we're we saying that there is a price. There is a price to be used by God. There is a price, you know, for God to move through you and do great things. And then I will move on to another character that we see in the Bible that actually uh, amazes me, and that is Elisha. Uh, Elisha introdu is introduced to us in the book of 1 Kings chapter number 19, uh, from verse 19 to 21. I will read the whole story. It's very short. But what he did really amazes me. And then uh, that is what I desire for each and every one of us today to be used by God. That we must be willing and ready to leave everything that we are doing because there is a call upon our lives. So it reads as follows in the book of 1 Kings chapter number 19. So Elijah went from there and found Elisha, son of Shaphat. He was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen, and he himself was driving the 12th pair. Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around him. Elisha then left his oxen and ran after Elijah. Let me kiss my father and mother goodbye, he said, and then I will come with you. Go back, Elijah replied. What have I done to you? So Elisha left him and went back. He took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He bent and sorry, he bent the plowing equipment and to cook the meat and gave it to the people and they ate then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant amen now we see here in the life of uh, Elisha that when Elijah threw his cloak on his uh, back he left everything there was nothing that he was willing to withhold, but he regarded everything that he was doing to be over or done at the time. And then he took off and followed the servant of God. And that was the first step that he took to pay his price. And then we see as we go on in the story of how they walked together and, and up until the time when Elijah now was being taken to heaven by God. In the second Kings chapter number two, verse two, Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha replied, or Elisha said, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. And then 
also, as they were as they were walking down to Bethel, uh, the company of prophets that were around at the time, they came to Elisha and they said, "Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master today?" Uh, but yes, he said. He replied to them, "Yes, I know." And then, so be quiet. So at this man, you can see that he had a conviction that no matter what happens, I am going to follow you, and I will follow you to 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 where you are going. I will not leave you as surely as the Lord lives. As surely as I live, I will follow you everywhere you go. And then we see now when they were crossing the river Jordan, uh, Elijah was with actually Elisha at the time. They came to the river Jordan where Elijah threw his cloak on the river and the river separated. And when he struck the water, they will now be uh, able to cross. They crossed through dry land at the time because the water had divided and they crossed over and went to the other side. And then as they were there, it even prompts now Elijah to, to, to a point where he says, you have followed me this far. You have been with me everywhere I went. What do you want? What can I do for you? And then the man of God replied and said, give me a double portion of your anointing. But that we see. And after that, everything happened. And after that, we see now when Elijah has now paid the price, has now seen Elijah being taken to heaven. We see now him returning back to the very same river. And then with the cloak that he received or he took when Elijah was being taken, he struck down the water and the water was divided. We can see that when he was going there, they had to separate the water even for him to cross. He was not able to separate the water by himself. But when he has paid the price, when he returned to the very same river, we see now him throwing the cloak to the, on the water, striking the water with the cloak, and then the water divides. And thereby that we see already that he has paid his price. And there is a price. There is a price that we need to pay as individuals. Well, there is a price that we need to pay to be used by God. There is things that they need to be taken off. There is things that needs to fall off for God to use us. And then I will move on also to another character, which is David. And then how he moved on from being actually a boy who was not even called when Samuel went to anoint the sons of Jesse, but he was left by his father. Uh, we see him getting anointed at a very young age. And then uh, from there, we see him also going to serve at the palace where he was playing the, uh, the instrument when uh, Saul was being attacked by the, by the spirit. And then from there, we see him going to kill Goliath. We see him getting married to the king's daughter. We see him being exempted from, the, uh, from paying of taxes. We see him getting a high rank on the army. And that on its own looked good. It was like everything was panning out uh, good for, for, for David. Everything was set for him to become king as the men of God had anointed him at a very uh, young age. But the next thing in David's life, what we see, we see him fleeing for his life. We see him now running for his life. And for each and every one of us, we were thinking from there he was going to become a king. But the next thing, Saul is threatened by David. He is after David and he wants to kill him. And then when we look into scriptures, we see now David going from place to place, running away from Saul. 
running away for his life from Saul uh, to a point where they, he went into uh, the cave of Adullam, where even there in the cave of Adullam, he had an opportunity, not once, but twice, to kill Saul and become the king. But because he was going through the process, because he was going through the, the process of pain, he did not touch the anointed of God. And I'm telling you, even this morning, that there are some who are in situations where they feel like they are neglected. What has been spoken, the word that has been spoken over their life uh, is not coming to, is not coming forth. And I would like to say to each and every one of us who is at home that God is at work. Continue to trust in him. Continue to be obedient. Continue to walk with him faithfully. And the Bible says in the book of Romans chapter number 12 that Therefore, in order of God's mercy, let's, let's, let us offer ourselves as a living sacrifice to God. For this is good and pleasing to God. It's a true and proper worship that we can do to God. And I would just like to also encourage each and every one of us that things might have been set for greatness. But somewhere down the line, you find yourself running for your life. Things might have been going well, like David, thinking now, because I'm in the palace, this is the proper route for me to, to, to go into kingship. But from there, you see yourself running for your life. You see yourself fleeing for your life. And I just want to encourage each and every one that God is at work. And it is a process. And therefore, continue to be obedient. Continue to be faithful to him. Continue to listen to him even as he speaks. Don't rely on yesterday's sacrifice like Saul. The yesterday's sacrifice is not going to be today's sacrifice. If he had said yesterday's sacrifice a thousand, today sacrifice a thousand. Don't say because yesterday I have sacrificed a thousand, today I am not going to sacrifice a thousand. But continue to be obedient. It is a process, a process that is preparing you to be to deny yourself, a process that is preparing you to be used by God. And then we see now, after the whole time, after the process has been complete, we see in the book of 2 Samuel, chapter number 5, verse 1 and 2, when David becomes king over Israel, the Bible says, all the tribes of Israel came to David at Hebron and said, we are your own flesh and blood in the past while Saul was king over us you were the one who led Israel on their military campaigns and the Lord said to you you will shepherd my people Israel and you will become their ruler amen you know there was a word upon David's life but when everything was happening when he was running for his life I'm sure even him, he was thinking he was not going to make it at some stage. But because God is faithful, but because God knows what he's doing, and because God is good, even the things that we are going through today, they are not to kill us, but they are to prepare us for what God is doing. So we must not fear anything. We must not lean on our own understanding but completely surrender all to him and allow him to lead us according to his spirit. For he knows us. He has predestined us 
He called us before we were even born. And he knew the path that we are going to take. He knew the things that we are going to endure. He knew the road that we are going to take. And the last man I would like to speak about is Saul, who then became Paul. You know, the Bible, when Paul was speaking in the Bible, he said that in the book of Galatians, it is no longer I who lives, but Christ in me. You know, we see him as a man who also has paid the price. You know, paid the price of self. To a point where he said the flesh has been crucified. And everything that he was doing from there, he was living for the Lord. He was then being used by the Lord. He had no regard for any other thing that he had regard for before. But he said, for me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. And I believe also for each and every one of us today that we need to be at that place where we do not regard any other thing above the Lord. But we regard him above any other thing. Because he knows us. He's the one who called us. He's the one who brought us into this place. He's the one who, 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 who called us to speak about him. And allow the process to happen. Let there be nothing that you withhold from the Lord, but be in a place where you surrender it all. Jesus Christ speaks in the book of uh, Luke chapter number 9, that you must deny yourself, take up the cross daily, meaning it's a daily sacrifice. It's not a sacrifice that was done yesterday, therefore today I am not doing it. There are many of us, because we had God in the beginning of the year and we did what we did in the beginning of the year, we feel like today we don't have to do anything. And that is the wrong mentality that we are carrying. When God speaks, we need to be obedient. If he says sacrifice yesterday, you sacrificed yesterday, good. If he says sacrifice today, you don't rely on the sacrifice that you did yesterday, but you continue to sacrifice. And through his grace, we will be able to walk this journey. Through his grace, we will be able to continue in obedience. And that is why obedience is key. That is why we need to be obedient at all, obedient at all times. To walk with him and allow him to lead us through his spirit. His spirit that gives us also the courage to go through things. And that is my encouragement. That is my word to you. For both men and female that... You know, when you are going through whatever you are going through, just know that there is a God who is mindful of you at all times. There is a God who, who cares about you. There is a God who knows you by name. He knows the number of the hair in your head. And what he wants for you is to prosper. What he wants for you is to be in, in, in his kingdom. You know, and that is what he wants for you. And let us not move because of the surrounding, but let us move because we know the Father who is in heaven, who is not limited to anything, but he can do all things. And let us continue to trust in him and put our faith in him. And he will lead us into a place where we ourselves will even be surprised of ourselves. For many are times where we limit ourselves. And even the Bible says there are things that with men they are impossible, but with God nothing shall be impossible. And that is my encouragement to you this morning, that let us continue to trust in him. Can I pray for each and every one of us as I close? 
Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, O God. I thank you, Father, for your grace, O God, that even as we are continuing to pay the price, O God, it is not too much. We know, O God, that what you desire for us is good things. And your gifts for us, Lord, are good. But may we be mindful also that, Lord, to be used by you, O God, we need to deny ourselves. May we be mindful, O oh God, that to be used by you, we need to pick up the cross daily, O oh God. May we be mindful, O oh God, that to be used by you, we need to follow you, O oh God. And be obedient to you, Lord. Be obedient to your instructions, Lord. Be obedient to your command, O oh God, as you direct us, as you lead us, O oh God. And may we be not shaken, O oh God, by any other thing, Lord, but continue to trust in you, Lord, knowing that you are a God who is above all, O oh God. And nothing, O oh God, nothing, Lord, shall separate us, Lord, from your love, O oh God. The love that you, O oh God, demonstrated when you sent your only son, that he may come and restore, that he may come and die for us, Lord, on the cross, that we may have that fellowship restored with you, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for you are a faithful God. I thank you, Lord, that you are a true God. Even as I pray right now, I trust that you are ministering to the souls, O God, that we're wondering what is happening in my life, O God. I pray, O God, that may they put their trust in you fully so, O God, and not worry about any other thing, Lord, not be anxious about any other thing, Lord, and know that, Lord, you got the whole world in your hands, O Father. Nothing catches you by surprise, oh God. You know it all. You know the end from the beginning, oh God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Lord, I pray.